stay up to date and engage with the financial world. You're listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. Today, we're continuing our coverage of the crypto winter, and specifically the recent bankruptcy of Voyager Digital. With 1.7 million users and almost $6 billion of deposits, Voyager was the third most downloaded crypto app in the U.S. Similar to Celsius, they halted customer withdrawals and filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. The stock has lost 99.5% of its value, and it could take years before customers get any of their crypto deposits back. What makes the collapse of Voyager so shocking is that just a few months ago, the company appeared to be at the top of the world. In October of last year, they announced a five-year sponsorship deal with the Dallas Mavericks, which included naming rights to their arena. Mavericks owner Mark Cuban encouraged the basketball team's fans to open Voyager accounts and touted this as a way for ordinary investors to make a lot of money. Many Mavs fans unfortunate enough to have taken Mark Cuban's advice now have their life savings frozen and face the prospect of financial ruin. Voyager is a crypto trading platform which allows you to buy and sell Bitcoin, Ethereum, and dozens of other altcoins. During the crypto bull market of 2021, their user count and assets under management exploded as more and more retail investors started getting involved in the crypto market. By the first calendar quarter of 2022, they had grown to $5.8 billion in customer assets. But there are dozens of crypto trading apps. How was Voyager so successful? Perhaps their single greatest selling point was their lucrative rewards program. Investors could earn interest payments on their crypto deposits, including 9% on USDC. USDC is a stablecoin pegged on the US dollar, so you're basically getting a 9% interest rate on your cash. This is orders of magnitude better than you can make in a traditional savings account. On its face, this might seem absurd. Any seasoned investor should know that you can't make a 9% return without taking on significant risk. They needed some way to make people believe their crypto was safe on Voyager. And lucky for them, Dallas Mavericks owner and Shark Tank investor Mark Cuban was more than happy to help them. In October of 2021, Voyager announced a five-year marketing deal with the Mavericks, which included naming rights to their basketball arena. To announce the partnership, Voyager CEO Stephen Ehrlich did a press conference with Mark Cuban to promote the app, including their rewards program. 9% returns almost completely risk-free. Sounds pretty good. In fact, according to Mark Cuban, it's so safe that small businesses should deposit their working capital into Voyager. This way, they can make a much higher interest rate than what they would get with a traditional bank. But even at this point, the audience was getting suspicious and wanted to know how these interest rates were possible. One of the audience members asked CEO Stephen Ehrlich how the company generates these rewards. Ehrlich claimed that they generate rewards through staking of customer crypto deposits. Staking is the process by which new crypto coins are mined under the proof-of-stake system. Proof-of-stake is used by some of the newer cryptocurrencies like Cardano. As a miner, you provide the computational power to verify transactions on the blockchain. To ensure security, you must supply some of your own coins as collateral. The transactions are then cross-verified by other miners. If the transactions you verify are found to be correct, you'll be rewarded with new coins. This is called the staking reward and is regarded as almost risk-free. Okay, so this sounds great. Voyager does all the technical work behind the scenes for you. All you have to do is put your crypto into the app and collect the staking rewards. Unfortunately, this is not the whole story. Listen very carefully to how Ehrlich explains Voyager's staking activities. There are 30-something coins that they offer rewards on. According to Ehrlich, a bunch of them are on the staking side. Importantly, he did not say all of them are staking because this would be impossible. Three of the most popular coins on Voyager were Bitcoin, Ethereum, and USDC. Bitcoin and Ethereum use proof-of-work, not proof-of-stake, 
so you can't stake them. USDC cannot be mined, so earning staking rewards is not possible. So if they're not staking these coins, what are they doing with them? For the 9-month period ended March 31st, 2022, Voyager paid out $182 million in rewards to their customers. During that same period, they only generated $43 million from staking. This is less than a quarter of what they would need to fund the interest rates that they promised to the customers. They made a further $81 million by lending out customer crypto assets to third parties. As of March 31st, 2022, they lent out $2 billion of their customers' crypto. As it turned out, their single largest debtor was the crypto hedge fund Three Arrows Capital, who had borrowed more than $650 million. After the algorithmic stablecoin UST de-pegged and crashed, Three Arrows Capital was wiped out and defaulted on Voyager's loan. Soon thereafter, Voyager halted customer withdrawals and declared bankruptcy. Now, millions of Voyager customers, many of whom invested their life savings thinking it was safe, now have their accounts frozen. It's probably safe to assume that a huge number of Voyager customers had no idea they were lending their crypto out to speculative hedge funds. And to add insult to injury, many Voyager customers probably thought their assets were insured by federal deposit insurance. In 2020 and 2021, Voyager posted marketing materials on social media claiming that customer USD deposits were insured up to $250,000 by FDIC. As it turns out, Voyager was never insured by FDIC. They were referring to the fact that they partnered with the Metropolitan Commercial Bank to store their customers' US dollar holdings. The Metropolitan Commercial Bank is FDIC insured. In the event that the bank went bust, the FDIC would insure the losses up to $250,000. But importantly, there is zero FDIC protection in the event that Voyager goes bankrupt. Furthermore, zero of customer crypto deposits are insured by the FDIC in any way, shape, or form. If a casual observer viewed Voyager's social media posts, they may mistake USD for USDC and think that their stablecoin holdings are protected. Now they've learned the hard way that this is not the case. In fact, Voyager's claims were so misleading that the Federal Reserve sent them a cease and desist letter telling them to stop immediately. There could very well be legal repercussions down the line. On the bright side, it looks like Voyager customers have a much better chance of getting their money back than other crypto firms like Celsius. According to their most recent financial filings, Voyager was solvent before the 3AC default. 3AC currently owes them $650 million, of which it's very unlikely they will ever receive it. This puts them about $480 million in the hole, which would still be enough to pay back about 83% of customer deposits. Of course, this all assumes that their reported financial reports are true, and that they haven't had any other defaults other than 3AC. It's also assuming that the crypto assets that they hold don't change in value unfavorably compared to their customer liabilities. So the actual amount that customers end up receiving is highly uncertain. Also, it could take years for Voyager to restructure their debts in the bankruptcy court, during which time customer funds will remain frozen. The best solution is that another company could agree to buy Voyager's assets, liquidate them, and then use this money to pay back customers. Ideally, the acquirer would agree to pay a premium to the market value of the assets because they will also be buying Voyager's brand name and customer relationships. But by this point, Voyager's brand may be more of a liability than an asset. While CEO Steven Ehrlich may have never technically lied to Voyager users, the press conference that he did with Mark Cuban was highly misleading at best. He said that they were generating the crypto rewards by staking, while in reality, their staking revenue only generated a fraction of the rewards. The majority of it came from loaning money to speculative crypto hedge funds, which has a completely different risk profile. Realistically, the vast majority of Voyager customers had no idea how the company actually generated yield. Like Mark Cuban, they probably just viewed it as a safe way to make easy money. And that brings us to the next big reputational loser. 
Over the past couple years, Mark Cuban has gotten increasingly involved in crypto, making frequent appearances on financial news channels. Given his stature as a billionaire Shark Tank investor, many people started viewing him as a crypto expert. The fact that he signed on Voyager for a five-year sponsorship with the Mavericks greatly calls into question his competency in this field. And this is not the first crypto disaster that Cuban has been involved with. In 2021, he made a total loss on his investment in the Titan cryptocurrency, which crashed to zero after promising yields in excess of 200%. You've been listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. Don't miss a minute wherever you go. Wall Street Millennial, signing out.